Welcome back to the World Trade Webcast. Our guest this week is Garrett Workman, Associate Director of the Atlantic Council and author of the recently released report, The Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership, Big Opportunities for Small Business. Garrett, you've given us a really good overview so far this week on TTIP and its benefits for SMEs. And I thought today we could talk a little bit more in detail. So what are the SME specific challenges to exporting and how will this trade agreement address those challenges? Sure. Well, I think it's important to note that small businesses obviously are facing many of the same barriers that big businesses face. The difference being they don't have the resources or time or staff, frankly, in most cases, to deal with a lot of those challenges. They don't have the in-house legal and administrative expertise that's required to sort of navigate a complex and confusing mix of, of regulatory differences um, and barriers to trade. Um, and so in our when while we were doing the report, we sort of we focused on eight case study companies from both the United States and the EU. And what we found is, interestingly, no matter which industry they came from, they kind of all, all of their challenges kind of culminated around the same sort of four key areas. First being, there's a lack of clarity on how to begin exporting to new markets. So just how do you start exporting? Where do, where do I start? The second being difficulties in identifying potential partners and, and customers. So, you know, especially in a lot of niche products, you have to sort of go to a trade show to find the right customers. And sometimes just getting there can be a, a, a cost barrier that's hard to, that's hard to um, hurdle. Third, you have some confusing and sometimes divergent regulations spending on the industry. Um, both the U.S. and EU are highly regulated and highly safe markets, but we, we get to those um, regulatory outcomes in slightly different ways sometimes, which adds costs and timely and, and time-consuming uh, barriers to trade for, for small companies. And the last one is contradictory registration requirements. So when you're trying to register your product in certain fields, it's it's really time intensive and costly and can be can be a challenge. And then when we when we did our report, we also did a survey of about 100 companies on both sides of the Atlantic, in addition to the case studies, where we asked uh, companies that are already exporting, you know, what were the challenges you had to overcome when you started when you started um, exporting to the U.S. or to the European Union, and you know, some of the some of the factors were predictable and some of them less so. Um, actually, the most common complaint on both sides um, was tariffs and duties, which we tend to think of transatlantic tariffs as being pretty small, and in most cases they are. Um, they're about they average about three to four percent. Although in some areas, jeans, cosmetics, um, trucks, they can be up to 25, 30, 40, 50 percent, um, and those are significant cost barriers, especially for small businesses. Um, even the three to four percent can be their company's entire profit margin. So if you're facing a tariff that wipes out your profit margin, you're probably not going to do a whole lot of exporting. Um, secondly, there's things like costs of exporting, just logistics of how do you get things from one side to the other. Um, some, of these, some of these costs are going to be easier to deal with in a trade agreement than others. Obviously, there's still going to be an ocean between us, um, so, but you know, there's, there's things that we can do to make this process more efficient and, more, um, and easier for, for companies on both sides. Then the regulatory process, um, we had the idea for to get around this barrier of maybe having a sort of a grace period for companies that have had their products deemed safe and ex accountable on one side, you know, give them six months, give them a year on the other side to see if there's a market for their product before they have to go through the costly and time intensive process of getting that product re-approved for um, even though it's already been de deemed safe on, on one side of the Atlantic or the other. And there's all sorts of other things. People are worried about, um, you know, 
in, uh, intellectual property rights, um, logistical issues, difficulties of getting paid in returns. You know, some of these are just traditional barriers to trade in general, which makes it hard to export. And some of them are things that TTIP could really, could really help. Um, and so I think it's important to look at those specific barriers that SMEs are facing. And the reason that we decided to do this case study approach is to make sure that when we're talking to the negotiators, both from the U.S. Trade Representative's Office and the European Commission, that they understood what TTIP actually was, what is the actual circumstances that these companies are facing, and then how can we write an agreement that would actually help them jump those barriers, hurdle those barriers. Um, you know, oftentimes trade negotiators have a tendency of getting sort of lost in the in the text of the negotiations and focusing on you know where a comma should go and what article should be before the next and what chapter is more important than the other. Um, but it's important for them to sort of stay grounded in the in the realities of the of the modern transatlantic economy. And so we wanted to really con- bring these company examples to them to make sure that they understand what are the challenges that we actually need to be fixing today, um, and how can we make sure that TTIP is as effective as possible. Well, that's certainly a thoughtful approach and one in which I think um, the outcome certainly could be really beneficial, as you've pointed out, to small businesses both in the U.S. and the EU. And we'll get an opportunity to talk uh, over the next two days about um, some of the recommendations in the report for those negotiators. So we're out of time today, but please join us again tomorrow as we continue our discussion with Garrett about the proposed TTIP free trade agreement. For our latest schedule of upcoming episodes, subscribe to us with any of the links below and bookmark this page. All of our previous webcasts are available right here at thinkglobal.com webcast. And thanks for watching.